You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Curtain up, theater people, and welcome to your program, Is Your Ticket, coming to you from the Hell's Kitchen area of Midtown Manhattan right in the middle of Broadway. My name is Sean Chandler and I'll be your host. Your program is your ticket as a discussion of smaller theater works and the people and organizations that make it happen. As many of you know, your program is your ticket is a helpful system where your program is literally your ticket to get into the theater and smaller, more intimate productions. It's these works we like to highlight and it's our goal on this show to feature as many of these productions as possible while still discussing the biggies. I love theater and see as much as I can wherever I go. During the travels of the production of My Husband and My Play, At the Flash, I've met many wonderful people from all over the world in the theater community, and it is my honor to bring them on as guests to the show. Tonight's guests are New York City's premier hip-hop improv comedy team, North Coast, featuring a cast of improv comedy veterans in New York City whose explosive performances have been packing comedy venues, universities, and festivals nationwide since 2009. They've even been named as one of the top 10 best comedy shows by Time Out, New York, among many, many other accolades. Go to their website and you'll see. People just rave about them. Now, before I bring on this phenomenal group of performers, I thought I'd give a short history lesson on improvisational theater, and it's going to be really super short. So uh, my apologies if I leave anything out, and um, I will count on my guests here to uh, fill in the blanks for me if they'd be so kind. Improvisational theater is the form of theater, often comedy, in which most or all of what is performed is unplanned or unscripted, created spontaneously by the performers. In its purest form, the dialogue, action, story, and characters are created collaboratively by the players as the improvisation unfolds in present time without use of an already prepared written script. Now, it's used extensively in drama programs to train actors for stage film, and television, and it has also evolved to become its own self-standing form of entertainment, as you will see and maybe hear today. Uh, It's also used outside of the arts to improve communication skills in business as well as a therapy tool to gain insight into a person's thoughts, feelings, and relationships. As a matter of fact, um, my guest or one of my guests on show 26, which was, I believe, my last show, uh, was Howard Lodge. Uh, He is a Dublin... Uh, actor, and he's also trained in drama therapy, and he talked about that a little bit. It's very, very interesting. Now, the earliest well-documented use of improvisational theater goes back to 391 B.C., wow, with a concept called, and I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, a Tallinn farce that was practiced in Rome with mass performers who played stock characters like 
quote-unquote the arrogant soldier or quote-unquote the pompous doctor. Now, in the 1890s, theatrical theorists such as, uh, and directors such as Konstantin Stanislavski, and a lot of the people who are listening to this show know who he is, um, who founded a major stream of acting theory, utilized improvisation in his acting training and rehearsal process. So let's fast forward a little bit um, and mention that vaudevillian Dudley Riggs and legendary acting coach uh, Viola Spolin. Spolin or Spolin? Spolin. I'm going to go with Spolin. Is it Spolin? Okay, okay, yes. The, my improvisational experts are telling me it's Spolin. Thank you very much. Um, Viola Spolin heavily uh, advanced improvisation from the 1930s to the 60s. Spolin wrote of her technique in a book called Improvisation for the Theater. Now, Viola Spolin's son, Paul Sills, is responsible for creating one of the more visible improv troupes, the Second City in Chicago. And many of the Second City alumni have gone on to great fame, including Mike Myers, Tina Fey, Amy Sedaris, Stephen Colbert, Steve Carell, and Dan Aykroyd, among others. So we've heard of them before. Um, now, one of the things that I, was, I, I thought was really cool when I was researching this was I learned that although there are no rules for improv, um, this, is, this is just from my research, so you all can correct me if I'm wrong. There are ten principles of improv. Number one, listen. Easier said than done, and that's exactly the point. Number two, agreement. Say yes and add something. Don't reject ideas. Number three, teamwork. Have a group mind. Think of others. Number four, don't block. Stealing jokes, not listening, changing topic. Number five, relationship. Focus on connection between characters, not just subject of scene. Number six, initiation, who, what, when to set the scene. Number seven, point of view, opinion, and intention. Have them. These help express and build your character. Number eight, be in character, maintain character throughout the scene. Number nine, don't ask, don't ask questions. Too many questions can make your partner do all the work. And number ten, make active choices. Do something. Don't be talking heads. So there you go. Hopefully I've laid down a little bit of, well, a teeny tiny bit of history and uh, groundwork and my guest today will be able to talk about that as well. So speaking of talking heads, I think this head has talked enough uh, on my own here, so let me bring on my guests. Folks, please welcome to the show the fabulously talented team of North Coast. Hi, North Coast, and welcome to your program is your ticket. (laughs) They just did the most amazing sound check ever. It's so wonderful. I, I love it. I always say I'm going to piece together all my sound checks and then and then make that into something um, as well. So why don't we go around uh, that, that semicircle here and introduce yourselves, each one. Okay? I am Douglas Wydick. I'm Mike Poole. James Robolata. R.J. Williams. <laughs> Mark Martin. <laughs> No beatboxing over here, Rachel Rosenthal. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Jody Shelton. Okay, great. Um, why don't one of you tell me a little bit about uh, the group and uh, what your creative passion is, is uh, towards theater and uh, your place in theater? Uh, so, North Coast was founded in 2009, and uh, we all met at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, which is a long-form improv theater that was founded here in New York City in 1997, but dates back to them forming in Chicago, and they met at um, the Improv Olympic. But uh, North Coast uh, was founded by James, who's sitting to my left, and um, I happen to be a founding member, but James conceived the idea of a hip-hop improv 
theater show. And um, I had happened to be in acting school at the time. So um, our combination of uh, improv, which we were both passionate about, uh, my theater background and James's theater background, improv, it all kind of came together to make a show that we're all really passionate about. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wow. Uh, I was listening outside the door, and it sounds like you guys are jamming. <laughs> now, is that a particular project that you're working on? Uh, yeah, right now we're working on a show. It's our brand new, well, it's not, we've been workshopping it for a while, but it's uh, called Anybody. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, so it's sort of a, a little bit of a Hamilton thing. We get a, a historical figure or icon suggestion from the audience, and then we make up a whole uh, hip-hopra, uh, quote-unquote, uh, about their life. Wow. And how do you rehearse for something like that? Well, I would say rehearsing for that is almost like uh, rehearsing for like a, like a ball team. You, you don't know what's going to happen in the game, right? right? But you can rehearse the moves. And so that's sort of what we do. We, we do a lot of rehearsing uh, song structure, and we actually do a lot of historical digging and sort of try to honor historical eras and things like that. So that's almost like having like all of these things out in the ether of which you must be aware and 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 just being ready for any of it yeah and that that feels like um i don't know it to me it feels like that would make that would make me feel like i've lost control like i wouldn't have i didn't have control over what was going on do I you think we're all like really comfortable with improv and hip-hop like freestyling but now, with anybody, we're now, I think, experiencing what you're explaining. Yeah. Like, we're adding in narrative, telling their story, and we're adding in genre and what was happening in the era and what did the music sound like and how did they talk and dance. So we are making our brains explode. Well, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, <laughs> now that we're talking about your uh, sort of your, your specialty, is, is the hip-hop element what makes you different or unique to improv? Yeah, I would say so. Uh, there, when we formed a number of years ago, there was really only one other team that I knew about that was doing it in the country, uh, and they were out of Chicago, and they have since uh, disintegrated and, and went their separate ways. So now, but fortunately, through North Coast, we've actually started teaching classes because hip hop improv is just so freaking fun that wow. uh, we wanted to, we want other people to get to get into the art. But it truly is the the hip hop that that makes us unique. There is other musical uh, musical theater uh, musical improv that's out there, uh, but they are not doing the rapping that we are doing. And also I would say the other piece, uh, as you heard from our introductions that make us unique, is that we don't just have a penis on stage, we also have a phenomenal beatboxer uh, who is holding down the beat and doing incredible things for us, and that is also something unique. That's great. Are, are all of you improv teachers? Or, or the, the majority of you are improv teachers, correct? Um, and, yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, we've yeah. 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 more than others. Yeah. Okay. Teachers, coaches, yeah. coaches. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Talk, talk about some of the classes that that you hold um, within North Coast. Sure. Well, uh, we 
basically teach, try to teach exactly what we do. I mean, we started a few years ago teaching classes uh, through the Magnet Theater, uh, and they were really nice to kind of have us there, and we taught eight-week courses, and we basically have, like, created a system for how we do what we do. And like James said, there's a lot of musical improv out there, but not specifically hip-hop improv. Uh, so we teach a bunch of different techniques, uh, how to get into songs in different ways, uh, how to find hooks to our scenes um, to create our songs and stuff like that. Uh, and over the years, so we worked with the Magnet Theater, we taught classes with Reckless Theater recently, and then in this past year we've created our own program where we teach classes directly out of North Coast, which has just been like really, really exciting. And it's small and it's growing. But now there are all these hip-hop improv teams popping up around the city, uh, which is really very cool like for us to see because most of them like studied with us at one point in time or were inspired by North Coast. So you guys are like the pioneers. I think in, so. In New York City, definitely. In New York City, yeah. And, and yeah. So, so that's, that is probably really cool to see. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I see on your website that your class listings include hip-hop improv workshops... Uh, beatboxing, uh, hip hop improv 101, uh, 201, and 301. You have drop in practice sessions and hip hop workshops for musical improvisers. Mm -hmm. Now, what is a musical improviser? So, a musical improviser is a long form improviser who's only studied musical improv as a part of their training. So, we wanted to offer a special class just for people who had been studying musical improv but wanted to get into freestyle rapping. So these people understand song structure and they understand some very basic rhyming concepts. We want them to stop singing, start rapping, and rhyme way more. So that's what we gear the curriculum towards in those workshops. And that's actually something that we're working on doing more of. We've not really done much of that class particularly. But it's something we feel passionate about because a lot of our friends who are musical improvisers want to study hip-hop improv. Oh, great. And, and so who in the group here has a specialty of that within that. Of musical improv? Of musical improv and with that okay, so that would be you, Doug. Yeah. yeah. And uh, is is there a musical uh, have you had musical training? Um, talk about that a little bit and how it, it dovetails into this. Sure. Uh, well I've been playing guitar since I was six or seven years old. I've been playing drums since I was ten. And then I started uh, taking singing lessons seriously when I was 19. Uh, so music's been a part of my life, my whole life. And uh, when I first saw I Eat Pandas perform at the, uh, it was at the UCB Theater, I was so inspired that I went and saw Baby Wants Candy, which our director is a founding member of, uh, in Chicago. And so um, I wouldn't be sitting here right now if it wasn't for him. <laughs> and I saw him perform with Baby Wants Candy eight years ago. And a big part of why we exist is because of Baby Wants Candy. So I started taking musical improv classes at the Upright Citizens Brigade and then the Magnet. And uh, Rachel and I both perform in a musical improv show in Midtown called Blank the Musical as well. So anything that has to do with improv and music mixed together, uh, most of us are trained in. But um, and have been taking classes in for a long time. But if there's a true wizard of it, it's this guy right there. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Doug. <laughs> I just remember, uh, like little Dougie came up to me at the baby one, after a baby once candy show with like spiky blonde hair. Oh, yeah. He was like, "You're like 19 or 20, right?" Oh my god. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, so he, was, he, he came to like a bunch of shows. I think I came to every show for about a year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I read your resume and I want to be just like you. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but it's a, it's an exciting thing to do, you know. And I think that's you know just like there's all these hip hop teams now sprouting up because of North Coast. It's like it, it it all comes from from somewhere. And so for me, Baby Wants Candy was an important part of my training, you know, because we back in the '90s we're doing the a show in the basement at Improv Olympic in Chicago, and then it's be, now musical improv has become a huge thing in New York, so in Chicago and LA and everywhere. So wow, that's amazing. So groundbreaking. Now. Another thing that I saw on your website is is hire us. North Coast will come to you. And uh, I'll read here. North Coast frequently travels to colleges, festivals, and businesses around the U.S. to perform and lead workshops on improv scene work, uh, freestyle rapping, and beginner beatbox. Classes promote teamwork, improve listening skills, and encourage creativity. It's a fun and low-pressure environment. Mm -hmm. So this is a really cool thing. Uh, what's that like? I'm surprised we didn't put our bachelorette parties on there. We've done a few, we've done two or three bachelorette parties. Actually. And bridal showers. And bridal showers, yeah. yeah, so. yeah. I'm so glad someone's reading our website. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, well, we travel, we've traveled all over. We've gone to Canada and Europe uh, this year, but all over the country. Um, we were just a bunch of us sitting here. We're just in Pittsburgh a few weeks ago, yeah. uh, taught classes, and it's just, it's very cool. Yeah, we, yeah, we're very lucky to get to do what we do. I agree, I agree. And, and along with the festivals that we've been doing, we're also kind of drifted into the corporate world as well, because the roles, the rules of improv apply so well in leadership. Uh, where it's, you know, how are you listening to each other? What does teamwork look like? Uh, because improv is beautiful, where stand-up is kind of this solo act. Improv is truly this team sport where eight or five or eight of you step on stage, you have a blank canvas, and then someone starts to paint, and you're like, all right, let's go. Let's start painting together, and mm. it's really fun, which applies a lot to business. It's a way of getting people out of their own way. It's a very creative and fun way uh, to laugh with and at your fellow coworkers while teaching them about leadership. Oh, that's great. Um, now... I'm, uh, as I told you guys before, I'm, I'm a writer, and uh, about 12 years ago, I took acting classes, and uh, I, we had a, had a great acting teacher, her name was Barbara Tarbuck. I'm not really a good actor. I do it for the sake of empathy for the actor on stage, so I know that what I'm writing, they can actually do. It's a huge responsibility up there. Well, we, she wanted to do theater games, which were... One was an improv, and she said, okay, you're all kids, and you're on a playground. Go. And I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I mean, I, I, I stood by the wall uh, with my, you know, I had my arms folded over my chest, and she walked over, and she said, don't you want to play with the other kids? And in my, my most adult voice, I said no. Now, when you're teaching, how do you deal with uh, br breaking that, Tearing that wall down and allowing people to become vulnerable and connect and 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 be okay with being well, I'm just going to say it for me, out of control. <laughs> um, well, so I think it's like you want to. There's a couple things you can do. It depends how much time you have with people, but you want to create an environment of trust and support and safety in the beginning. I think that's really important um, because, like you said, people are afraid of vulnerability. So. Uh, as soon as people uh, take away their fear of vulnerability, uh, they will easily be a child on a playground. You know, like we all know what that's like. We all know what those kids might say. The only reason that we don't say something is because we're like, what if I get it wrong? 
And like, I have taught a lot of act. I'm an improv instructor, and I've taught a lot of actors. And it's so funny how often they have the most trouble with improv because they need a script. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I, I was like just doing a one-on-one actually with this actress like a couple of weeks ago. And when I took the script out of her hands, I'm like, we just read that script like a bunch of times. Let's just like kind of improvise the same scene. She was terrified. Yeah. So it's really, really interesting. Uh, I don't know. One thing I, I said to her was like, try to improvise from the inside out instead of the outside in. So the script is external, right? Uh, but we have so much internal. We have emotions we can lean on. We, you know, like you could just literally pick a word and be like, I'm going to be excited in this scene to be a child on a playground. And then like, what does an excited person say or feel like or act like or look like, you know? Gotcha. Um, I want to add on to that. Um, I work at a school and sometimes I do like little workshops with the elementary school kids. So like uh, ages four to like 10 years old. Um, and it's amazing how when I've taught adults as compared to when I teach kids, mm-hmm. kids jump into it so much easier Interesting. because they already have that innocence. They already have that humility. Um, and they're just like, oh, I'm here to have a good time in life in general. <laughs> yeah. They don't have all the pressure of the world weighing down on them and all the expectations weighing down on them already. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just want to put that out there. That's so fun. That's so fun. So, would you say that improv is a little bit like play? Yeah. Yeah. It's like an adult playing on I've a been park. spending a lot of time with my, my five-year-old nephew, and it's the exact same thing I see with improvisers, where someone... I, I'm a cat. Okay. So, I'm the mother cat, and I need to bring you home. I hurt my paw. Okay, well, then we need to... F- get find the thorn. It's completely <laughs> like they create the world they imagine and that it's real... And you have to agree with it. And if you say, oh, no, you're a bear, they say, oh, I'm a cat. You can't, you can't, in the, was a third rule, or, you know, that you have to agree. The second one, you have to, yes, and. So whatever world they create, you have to play into. And kids do it in a very fast, malleable way. Right. Have you guys read that, like, they're using improv with Alzheimer's patients in that exact same way? So it's like, like, um, my grandmother, for example, like, she's pretty gone from like Alzheimer's and dementia and so she'll often say something like oh you know the there there was a bear who was just here you know and that's what they're kind of saying with Alzheimer's patients is instead of being like no that's not true you're in your bedroom where it's like then they have so much sadness and they have to deal with their own reality and so it's like yeah that bear was huge like what do you think they eat you know and it's just like why not why not like let them play and like I just think that's so cool that they're doing that now. Yeah, that's cool. It's, it's probably great for the, the synapses in, in the brain. You know, it's, 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 it's excellent mind work. I just, I, to, to be honest, I'm a lousy actor, so I don't know if that, you know, dovetails <laughs> into it. But Well, going back to what you're, uh, when, when your teacher was trying to encourage you, uh, and she said, don't you want to play with the other kids? And you said no. I mean, that's the whole thing is saying yes. So even if you're not, if you're unsure of yourself and you are are judging yourself, the first step is to say yes, and then you find, oh, well, the more I say yes, the less I judge myself, oh. and then you, and then the the self judgment starts to fall away, and that's when you can really like get into the flow of improv. Wow, action is like the killer of overthinking. Say by that again. Action uh-huh. by doing by saying yes and proving through that action that you've agreed. Do you want to play with the kids? Yes, I do. You'll find the next step. Oh, I but see. It's, what you're but when you say no, you paralyze yourself, and it's and it's like a self-inflicted snowball of paralysis. Mm-hmm. The more that you say no, the more doors you've shut off to yourself. But that one yes can open an infinite number of other yeses. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Wow, so amazing. I'm learning so much about improv. I love it. Um, are there any particular messages and themes that speak strongly to the group that you like to feature in in your shows? I think this show, I think this show in particular, we're doing a lot of speaking truth to power through the historical figures and icons. We're finding a lot about how we feel about the world by exploring famous individuals throughout history, uh, especially in this um, turbulent political time we live in at the moment. I think we're, um, we're kind of digging into ourselves about how we feel what it means to be a leader, what it means to be um, someone who can change the world for the better or for the worse, and speaking a lot of truth to that. So um, in our typical uh, montage improv shows that we do that aren't the anybody show, it's usually like, let's make this show as funny as possible, right? But right now, we're trying to do improvised theater. And what's so interesting about improvised theater is that that show can deal with whatever topics you say yes to in the moment. So these Anybody shows have been really, really rewarding because we're discovering what the show is about with the audience for the better. And that's what's so exciting about it. That's excellent. Anybody want to add to that? Uh, Yeah, uh, I would say these are probably some of the more rewarding shows I've ever done. Um, I've done like a lot of like regular improv shows around the city. Uh, They get really jokey and uh, really funny. Uh, But what I love about these shows is that you can have moments where you are just acting on stage and you are digging inside of yourself and being very vulnerable, and that in turn leads to a song that's very vulnerable. And you're allowed to have these types of moments, and in a normal improv show, I feel like it's kind of like, I'm laughing, I'm waiting for the next laugh, but this one, you can evoke so many different emotions um, and tie it together in a way where you can't do in other forms of entertainment and art. These shows have heart. They really do. And, and we try to, especially at the end of the show, really honor the person's life. And there's always a moment towards the end of the show where we try to really get into that and, and, and lift them up. Mm-hmm. So this show is, yeah, it's going to be funny and you're going to have a good time and it's jokey-jokey, but it's also got a, got a whole lot of heart at its center. This makes me feel a lot like eating a really nourishing meal where a lot of improv is, is candy. It's like the next sweet, the next sweet, the next sweet. And, and you don't feel nourished necessarily. Like it's enjoyable, it's pleasurable. But with these, you really get that, like you walk away with a full belly, you're warm, like you're happy, you're satiated. And, if, and for me, because you know, I'm on the more musical side, I'm, I'm with the band. And, you know, improvising with a lot of different people, you know, it's a lot of kind of supporting that funny. It can be just a lot of just supporting the sweet. But with this nourishment, it really has those those highs and those lows, the sweets, the salties, the fats, the <laughs> sours, you know, the fresh, the crunch, the smooth, everything. <laughs> like in, in that one concoction. Umami. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's really the, like the umami shows. I think that's how I feel about it. It's, it's so satiating that you're able to laugh. But also because like so many of our shows, like um, some of our great, you know, performers like Katie, touched on, like a lot of these like, really important like women's issues and like her perspective that she brings to it, it's always like this, oh shit, like throwing, you know, this, like a really touching and, and thoughtful perspective on 
you know, reality on what things that have happened in the past and being able to look at it with these fresh eyes and you get that, that feeling of, of really being able to, you know, feeling satiated, feeling like you've gotten the full experience of perspective. The end of our Amelia Earhart show, for example, was, don't be afraid to fly. You know, it's like, you know, it always gives you a message, right? Yeah. You actually get goosebumps. And because we're talking about history, we are, and because of our current political climate, but our shows are touching a lot on equality in so many different ways. And like what regular improv show would ever touch on equality? A lot of those topics are almost taboo because it's a hard thing to do in a smart and funny way, but we've really worked on it. I mean, the Amelia Earhart show, uh, was like really about feminism and we just did a Lincoln show. Gloria Steinem. We just did Gloria Steinem. Um, we just did a Lincoln show where we had like Ulysses S. Grant rap battling against Robert E. Lee, North versus South. Like it would, like these things do not happen in your everyday improv show. And it's like very, very cool to be a part of. Wow. So it sounds like you've taken improv and you've uh, done everything you possibly can to uh, entertain, uh, educate, and edify the audience, as opposed to just making them laugh. Um, and that's terrific. That, that to me, feels like an, an another level. And it feels like a lot more work. So, <laughs> so <laughs> to you. no, yeah. no, I mean that in a good way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that it is. Right. Uh, what do you think is an important direction theater is taking right now? Um, well, the obvious first answer is that popular music and popular language is working its way into the theater. But I think what is the next kind of level below that is bringing stories that young people might not have cared about that much to those people through those mediums. So making people care about Alexander Hamilton has to be the greatest trick of all time. The fact that he's, you know, we all know who and we all care who he is so much more than we did before is amazing. So I think telling stories to new audiences, telling old stories to new audiences is a very important part of keeping the theater alive and relevant. One thing I think I love about what we do uh, is that every show is completely creatively exciting and new. Even if we're telling old stories about historical figures, every show is completely improvised, never to be done again, right? And right now, Broadway is seeing a lot of movies being made into shows, and it's a lot of stuff that we've seen before and we've heard before, and they're fun, but they're not, like, original and brand new, and we create an original, brand new thing every single night, and it's sad when it's over because I can't see it again or do it again, um, but it's completely creatively new. And I, that, I think that's something that, like, theater needs again. I think, I'm sorry, go ahead, man. I was saying, I think a big thing with it, too, is how visceral it is, where a lot of time, you know, everything we're talking about, getting, you know, uh, bringing these old stories to life can be a very heady thing, like, oh, Shakespeare, it's so conceptual, and it, you, it's hard to relate to as a person. But like one of the reasons I love performing with North Coast is everyone is so real, and that's something you experience a lot with, with good improv, is that they're really saying it. There is that connection where it's not that they've memorized the line and they're removed from it in a sense. It is them being themselves to a degree, and there's this visceral power that, that connects with you. And so especially with the rapping, it's literally a punchline after punchline of visceral connection, and the audience feels that. You feel them reverberating 
with that visceral, like, humanness. That's very important. Um, also filled with this form, something that Doug touched on earlier about the trick of Hamilton, um, we, give, we draw a diverse audience. So we have students in college, um, we've performed in front of teenagers, we have older people, baby boomers, um, and depending on who we get, people in the audience may be learning about a certain era or a certain person or a whole certain thing that they've never even heard about. So like if we did J. Edgar Hoover and we have some millennials in the audience who never even probably just heard of his name, then now they just got a whole new like story about his life. And then kind of like with Hamilton, we're making them care about this guy's life throughout this, this improvised meme. You know, you know and why not? Mm-hmm. I mean, we... I don't, there are people who are Broadway traditionalists who are going to talk about, uh, we haven't had, they're always going to talk about like the war horses that come out and the, the same stuff that, you know, uh, that, that we've been, well, community theater now produces over and over and over again. We need this kind of thing to move theater into different directions. I mean, otherwise it's going to go stale to me. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm very, very all for modernizing theater whenever possible. And of course, you're always going to pay your due diligence to, to the traditional roots and the things that you know people, the, the masters have taught us. But what's so cool is that you guys are just, you're doing this. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. And you're not just like writing it and everybody's memorizing it and doing it. You're, you're on the fly. And I think it's absolutely terrific. Um, I'm just, I'm just blown away. I mean, again, I was sitting, I was like standing out there waiting to come in and your rehearsal was just so powerful and (laughs) and wonderful. Well, uh, we're coming up on a time where we should close out the show. Um, so why don't you guys, is there anything else that you're working on, uh, besides your current show that you'd like to talk about? This is the main focus right now. We're working on some developmental stuff outside of here that's uh, still in the very early stages. Okay. So uh, as far as um, us, we're trying to take ourselves and uh, break into the theater world and break our show into new audiences. People who go see off-Broadway and Broadway typically don't typically go see long-form improv. So our goal is to get in front of those eyes and show those people that long-form improv, when done well, can be an end, can be a higher ticket price, can be a satisfying meal, something that makes you feel and laugh. And that's one of our big goals with anybody in improvised historical hip-hop. Okay. <laughs> and we do still, we also do um, our other show, so we, anybody is a special show that we're doing, but we also continue to do our sort of like home show, uh, our North Coast sort of like traditional show that we've been doing for eight and something nine years, years. Yeah. Uh, and we do that every Saturday night uh, at the People's Improv Theater and we continue to do so and we tour with that show in addition to touring with anybody and they're like they're built on the same principles but the shows are very different from each other and uh, let's talk about you guys are going uh, when is your next performance <clears throat> this weekend in Bethesda Maryland there we go yeah okay excellent yeah, at the Imagination Stage. Two, two nights sit down. It's like our little out-of-town tryout of anybody. And then the next show in New York is Wednesday at the Connolly Theater. Cool. Wednesday Very nice. Saturday. Wednesday through Saturday. 
and that's the 20th through the 23rd, mm-hmm. correct? And you have two shows on the 23rd, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, this has been so eye-opening and so wonderful to, to learn about this, uh, and, and I'm glad that I got to meet with you and, uh, and, and be with a group that's just creating it and creating it on the fly. I just, I think it's really exciting, and I completely, truly hope that you guys just blow the roof off the place with your show. So, thanks, man. If you'd like, we'd be happy to freestyle for you. I don't know if your listeners would enjoy that. We got a world champion beatboxer sitting right here. The current American beatbox champion is sitting right here in this room. (laughs) (laughs) Okie doke. Well, hey, you you don't have to ask me twice. Your show is your ticket. Your show is your ticket. Your show is your ticket. Yeah, bring your friends, bring your fam. Your ticket is your program. That's right, yeah, here we go. Walk in, it's like a free improvised Broadway show. That's right, improv show. Everyone knows that they want to go. Jody on the frickin' piano. Playing who knows what from Bango, yo. Spinning it here, you know I'm running up the mass. We're gonna hold it down on this here podcast. North Coast, we both the most precocious flows. It's all good, cause we are the one we already know. Your program is your ticket. We about to kick it. We about to flip it. Birth, you already heard we the word. You about to swerve, cause we best on the earth. Uh, coming in front like I was Chelsea Handler But no, someone I like more Sean Chandler Oh man, you know he the best Yo, he coming in, he's the best of the rest Your program is your ticket 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 For those listening, uh, Sean's face is uh, his oh shot. <laughs> it's like a main lobster. I'm going to cry. I'm like so overwhelmed. <laughs> I really want to use that as my, my opening of my show and my closing of my show. But, um, Go for it. Do it. Can I? Yeah. Can I? Oh my God. Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Wow. I'm, I'm so overwhelmed and, 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 and I do have to close out the show. So you guys, that was so wonderful. Thank you so much for doing that, um, and thank you for being with your on your program as your tickets. I'm I'm flummoxed. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> you were great. So, thank you okay. for having us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Okay, pull it together, Sean. Pull it together, Sean. Okay, at the end of each show, I like to give a shout out to current productions worth a recommendation. On tonight's episode, I like to recommend a show that David and I saw on a recent trip to Washington D.C. The Signature Theater's production of A Little Night Music. Written by the master himself, Stephen Sondheim, directed by the uber-talented Eric Schaefer. Here's a description. In 1900 Sweden, on a magical night that smiles three times, that's so nice, that's off of their their website, (laughs) an aging actress, a married virgin, a sex-starved divinity student, and a buffoonish count find themselves hilariously tangled in a web of love affairs. Delightful, charming, and at times heartbreaking with gorgeous lush music, including A Weekend in the Country, Liaisons, and the seminal Send in the Clowns, we've probably all heard that. Mm-hmm. A Little Night Music is a coupling and uncoupling tour de force. Now, the physical production is extremely atmospheric, as are every other production I've ever seen at Signature. Now, again, this is Signature Theater in Washington, D.C. Actually, it's in Arlington, as opposed to the Signature Theater that's out here in New York. Uh, the music is beautifully performed 
by both the musicians and actors. Now, speaking of the actors, all are really wonderful in their roles. Um, they play them with strong point of view and really emphasize the humor and grace. Standout performance by Tracy Lynn Oliveira. Uh, she plays Charlotte Malcolm, a consistently wronged wife who knows of and allows her husband's infidelities. She absolutely makes the most of each and every moment on stage, spoken or otherwise. Nice, nice performance. This is one of Sondheim's more delicate shows, and the entire production production team understands and respects that delicacy. It's nice, nice they respect the tone. It runs until October 15th, and that, again, that's a, that's a, at the Signature Theater in Arlington, very, very close to D.C. Visit www.sigsigtheater, that's theater with an R-E, dot org, O-R-G, O-R-G, for tickets and information. Well, folks, the proverbial 11 o'clock number has been sung, and the bows have been taken, so it's time. It literally has been sung. <laughs> wow. So it's time to lower the curtain. I'd like to thank my guests, the fabulous North Coast team. They were so wonderful. They're doing snaps. I love that. That's That's... I love Legally Blonde, the musical, so snaps. All right. You can find more episodes of Your Program Is Your Ticket at facebook.com backslash Your Program Is Your Ticket. I'm on Twitter at, at, at Program Ticket. And the website at your, is Your Program Is Your Ticket.com. I'm on iTunes. Rate me and write me a review. I am a writer and I get reviewed all the time, so I don't, I don't have much of an ego. You guys, tell me your, your uh, website information. I was so blown away. I forgot yeah. to ask you. Of course. We are NorthCoastNYC.com, and we're also on all social media, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, mm-hmm. Facebook, at NorthCoastNYC. Uh, so tweet at us. We yeah. love it. We'll, we'll hit you back. And um, anybody's going to be playing at the Connolly Theater in New York City uh, September 20th through 23rd, and you can get that at northcoastnyc.com. And so you can connect to all forms of social media through the website. Mm-hmm. Groovy. All righty. So there we go. Um, folks, take a little time to see a show this week, and don't forget to give a smaller show some love. There's lots of theater gems out there. Until our next show, good night, theater people and curtain. Your program is your ticket. Your program is your ticket. Your program is your ticket. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the Rise Theater Directory, a program of Maestro Music. Rise is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.